This is Hope FM. Well, the time is approaching 17 minutes after 8 o'clock, and it's been a really challenging time for both business and charities. Now, if I was was to ask you the question, do you have some sort of spare capacity, either in terms of goods or services, uh, and would you be interested in perhaps the idea of trading those goods? Well, there is a new concept uh, which was first known as Barter Card, is now uh, handled by a company called uh, BBX. And John Attridge is the CEO of the of the new company. I think you were a shareholder, John, of the former Barter Card. But for the completely uninitiated, uh, tell us something about the concept of this whole idea of bartering goods and services. Yes, thanks, Blair. Um, well, it, w- when you say bartering, people it conjures up the uh, thought of the markets, doesn't it? Swapping some goats for sheep or something like that. Uh, but in the modern age, we have a flexible currency unit that we use, so that you can sell your goods and services, get paid in a digital trade credit, and then use that to go and buy other things. Because the issue with exchanging or swapping or trading or whatever what you want is that you both have to have what each other wants at the same time for the same value. And if that falls down, you can't do the deal. But in this way, you can sell your services. It gets paid in a flexible uh, bank-like uh, currency that uh, sits in your own BBX account, and then you can go and buy things that you want with those proceeds. So it's a bit like the Bitcoin of the trading world, is it? Well, Bitcoin's a blockchain-based product. We're a digital trade credit where uh, there's no blockchain, but the sum of the credits in the system always equal the sum of the loans in the system to the penny every uh, second of every day. So putting it simply, if anybody has capacity, whether they're running a charity uh, or whether they're running a business, that capacity, of course, can take on lots of different forms. So in our case, for example, uh, we have advertising space. So our capacity would be the ability to offer other folk the ability to advertise on the station. And the question is, what do they have (laughs) that we might want? Yes. So uh, the first thing is that if you have that advertising capacity and it doesn't get sold, you have what we call perishable inventory. That means That's tomorrow- a, I like that term, perishable. That's me, perishable inventory. <laughs> so that means when you wake up tomorrow and you didn't sell it yesterday, you can never, ever retrieve the revenue back. So instead of letting it go to waste, you would come to someone like BBX. We would sell your advertising space to an advertiser that saw value in the station. You would get digital trade credits to the value of this, the ad space. That person's uh, BBX account would be debited. They would then owe goods and services to someone else in the community and you spend your money on whatever it is to uh, to benefit your uh, radio station. Now, you've been doing this for some time. I mean, obviously, the original company was a company called Barter Card and uh, there were many, many, I mean, how many? And, of course, it was worldwide, wasn't it, a movement? And uh, I guess is BBX the same thing, operating in many countries? Yes, so BBX directly and indirectly operate in 32 countries and through, through our reciprocation through the International Reciprocal Trade Association, that involves an estimated 480,000 businesses. Mm. Uh, and so how has it, I mean, how did the whole thing start? I mean, who's, whose idea was it? Uh, well, that would be a good question. It did start in the United States in uh, back in the 1950s. Um, I actually started the concept in Australia. That's where I'm from, Queensland, Gold Coast. You don't say. And uh, <laughs> uh, in 1988. So uh, this was before uh, mobile phones, before the internet, before apps and all the modern uh, technology that we have today. 
and uh, and of course then it, it grew did, did it have a fast growth it uh, it grew steadily I think and then through the advent of licensing and franchising it began uh, to get growth and then of late in the last probably 10 years since uh, funnily enough you mentioned people's adoption of things like cryptocurrencies as well as digital trade credits um, digital currencies and other forms of payment PayPal people are getting used to not uh, necessarily relying solely on notes and coins. Mm-hmm. Now, um, obviously, a big part of what what you guys have to do uh, in the company is to is to link one to the other. You know, and of course, it's not just one to the other; it's actually to multiple potential partners and, and so on. Uh, how, how do you, how do you set about doing that? Do you have some sort of digital directory? Yes, digital directory, an app, and we even have real live thinking, talking human beings that. We call them account managers. Uh, so they act like a dating service for business, connecting buyers and sellers with, uh, with people that have uh, excess capacity, trying to sell it for them, connect them with people that would buy that capacity, um, and then helping them spend their digital trade cur- uh, currency on things that they would like to buy. So mm-hmm. again, connecting them to buyers. Well, let's, t- let's talk about a few examples. I mean, obviously I've given the, 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 the potential one of the radio, and obviously our capacity could be in terms of advertising space. Um, but of course for other companies, it could be in terms of goods or, uh, or services. But give us an idea of the sorts of trading which is currently going on. From the charity sector, it's probably good I could give you a case study, perhaps. Yeah, go for it. we've got a very well-known local charity called Diversibilities. We we know them. They're one of our partners. (laughs) So they had a a ball a few years ago, and um, down at the Lighthouse in Poole, they'd paid for all the infrastructure, paid for all the fixed costs, the security, the promotion, but they had five tables that they hadn't sold of 10 people each uh, a week or so before the ball. So we got to work. We sold the five uh, tables uh, for a thousand digital trade credits each. With the five thousand uh, pounds that they raised, they bought a diamond ring from one of our jewellers, and then they sold raffle tickets on the night and raised twelve and a half thousand pounds sterling as a result. So. The other choice would have been to leave the five tables and a blank space in the middle of the event, which uh, wouldn't have looked good. And in this instance, they've turned a blank space into £12,500. This is Hope FM. What does BBX stand for? Uh, business Bank and Exchange. Or So, uh, fairly simple. Yeah. Now, we've been talking about the, the concept of actually trading goods and services in a, in a digital way. Uh, but this month, uh, you've got a very special uh, promotion, particularly for those who are involved in running charities. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, so it's uh, for charities as well as people that own a business that would like to support a charity. So we call it Spare Timber. So we started it last year when we raised a couple of hundred thousand pounds and so we're building on the event so hopefully year on year it becomes the the pinnacle of our charity uh, efforts every year. Fantastic. Well, £200,000 is, is, is a lot of money and, and this is this raised mainly by your business partners? Correct. So the people that own a business or in, indeed anybody out there that has any piece of inventory or a voucher to their business or a piano sat in the corner or a set of golf clubs in the garage they don't use, they can sell them into our community and then the digital trade credits uh, that uh, come from a result of the sale get put into a giant pot 
and then all the charities that participate with us uh, get a dividend on the on the value of the pot at the end of September. Fantastic. And does that come by way of cash or are the, these digital credits? All digital trade credits. So, yeah, which um, they can then spend on whatever they want in you know whatever's available. Like like the example I used uh, for the charity. Uh, uh, that turned their digital trade credits into 12,500 sterling. Now, in terms of going forward, obviously it's one thing having capacity, it's another thing letting that be known. Uh, so I guess that one of your major roles is the whole connecting thing. Um, so if somebody listened to us right now, you know, had a particular need in, in the work that they do in charities, it, you know, uh, th- then do they then register that with you? Yes, so uh, we have uh, charities as part of our arm. We call it BBX Angels, and uh, there are a range of charities from people like Hope FM to Diverse Abilities to Julius House. Uh, the Dorset Blind will be familiar to the uh, to the audience here. So these are all charities that can uh, take on additional donations. That should be just about everyone. Um, so uh, you know, if you, if any charities out there looking to raise more funds, we become a uh, uh, a fundraiser for you and uh, help you in addition to your own efforts. And of course, particularly with the COVID challenges that we've all gone through, you know, uh, I guess that for charities certainly it it has become increasingly difficult. But equally, of course, with with businesses, many of whom do have a social conscience, but I suppose it's a way in which they can use what they have and uh, their own capacity really to to do really what they really want to do but but under normal circumstances wouldn't necessarily be able to write a check but they can they can actually respond by providing goods and services which is which is quite a unique thing isn't it yes yeah, so it um, you know i had a customer last year that had a whole uh, warehouse full of vacuum cleaners that were unsold and uh, they were costing them money to be stored so we sold them into the charity pot and uh, the charities made use of them. But it also might be a restaurant. So you might uh, donate some vouchers. So the, the benefit of that to the restaurant is that not only are you donating it to the causes that are out there, but you're also getting new customers to come into your restaurant when you have uh, empty tables. And I suppose also that, that you're forming new relationships. I know that here on the station we have loads of partners, you know, and increasingly so. And of course, with every new partner that we have, uh, we, we form a relationship with them. And, and uh, like yourself, here you are, sat as a guest in our studio, and we have lots of people uh, like that. But I guess that, that whatever the nature of the charity or the business you're causing relationships and having traded once i guess that establishes a bit of a relationship and it's like any business player you know people uh, do business with people they know like and trust and uh, develop some sort of uh, relationship and with the trading community it's a reciprocal trading community because you buy from people in the community you sell to people in the community so there is a Mm -hmm. link between buyers and sellers at all times that doesn't appear in the big wide world. That's oh, fantastic. So, I mean, obviously you're based, your offices are here in Boscombe, yeah? Yes. And uh, how has the local growth been? And, and, and obviously with the with the whole COVID thing, has that worked as much devastation in, in your business as it has obviously generally? We had to focus on um, the top 20% of our customers that were delivering 80% of the volume of trading activity when COVID first struck to make sure that we survived it all, and that was the strategy that we used. And, um, yeah, we've seen, sadly, some businesses go by the wayside as 
as uh, as this thing has gone on. But uh, by and large, I think uh, people are just about back on their feet now. Well, the trading figures are, the, the, you know, and the, the economic figures which are coming out do sound very encouraging. Yep. And, you know, I was talking to people like um, Andy Lennox, who was uh, with a group called Wonky Table, which represented the hospitality sector here in uh, in the local BH area and DT. And, um, you know, they seem to be getting back onto their feet, struggling. Um, their only issue at the moment is with uh, staff. So uh, anybody out there that's looking for a, a job of some kind, is, uh, I've got plenty of connections in the hospitality sphere that are looking for uh, good staff at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, Now, I, I can hear the, the your wheels turning in the brains, you know, and, and people are saying, now, where's the catch in all of this? I mean, obviously, your own company has to survive. You've got to pay your staff. So how do you do it? What, what's, the, what's the arrangement between you and the charities? Are you indeed uh, with the businesses that are, that are affiliated to what you're doing? Yeah, so for a charity, uh, most charities will uh, engage a fundraiser of some kind. And that could be a fee of 20, 30, 40, 50% sometimes. We charge Blair nothing when you raise the funds, 6.5% when you spend them. So I think we will probably be the cheapest fundraising arm that a charity's ever seen. Mm. So, so effectively, and I put it quite simply, if I had a £1,000 worth of computers that I had traded for, as an example, then that I would pay, instead of me, I'd be paying digital uh, uh, Credits for that for those computers, but I pay to your company six percent cash. So that's in the normal uh, trading things. But for a charity and someone that wants to donate, if you've got a piano at home or something or or a voucher you want to donate, there's no cost at all. The charity uh, there's no cost to the charity to receive it. But when the charity spends the money on whatever it is that they're they're spending, then we charge our fee. Yes. So and and of course that 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 buying would be bought through through your company. Yeah. Yes, so people would, uh, the charity would end up with a digital trade credit and if they then went to go and buy some uh, prizes or pay for volunteers or whatever else, put some uh, inventory into their charity shops, as they spend the money, they pay us a 6.5% fee, but that's the only fee for charities. Which which is fair enough. Now, what about businesses? Do they do the same when you perhaps paying slightly more? So businesses can spend uh, the pay with us uh, 65 to 15% when they sell some of the spare capacity. So uh, yeah. it, it's on a user-pays basis. Well, that's a fabulous scheme. Now, if people listening to us wanted to know a bit more, push into it a bit, uh, what should they do? They could go to our website, which is all the W's, bbxuk.com. And then all this information, is there, do you have a little exploratory video or whatever? We have all those sort of things, singing, dancing, and everything else going on there. So uh, there's a whole page of information. <laughs> now, there you are, your CEO of, of the company. What's your vision for the future? Where would you like to be you know, going, going forward in terms of relationships and, and growth? Helping businesses uh, around the world uh, capture and monetize the wasting asset in their business, which is their spare capacity, and that then helps the business grow their business, the owner get a better lifestyle from running the business, and to sell the business for more when it's time to uh, walk away. Mm. Well, John, thanks so much for joining us on the air, and uh, no doubt we're going to be seeing quite a lot of you and, and your colleagues going forward. And, and, and if you want to know more, do check out that website. Just give them the address again, John. So it's bbxuk.com. This is Hope FM.